Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What up, Space Fam? Golzen here from Anime Uproar, and today we are going to be counting down the strongest demons in Demon Slayer. I said that I'd rank the demons if the Every Demon Slayer rank from Week is the Strongest video hit 5,000 likes, and as of now, it has over 11,000 likes. That's amazing. So here I am to rank the demons as promised. If you enjoy seeing these Demon Slayer videos and want to keep them coming, show Demon Slayer some love by smashing that like button and sharing this video. We cover a lot of anime on this channel, and it's fun to see which anime will get the most likes from the fan base. So if Demon Slayer is one of your favorites, don't forget to destroy that like button. Let's see if we can do something epic like get over 12,000 likes this time. If you haven't, be sure to subscribe, and this is crucial, hit that notification bell or you will miss future Demon Slayer videos. Leave suggestions for what kind of Demon Slayer videos you would like to see next in the comments. If you want early access to our content, including Demon Slayer, follow Anime Uproar Audio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you listen to podcasts link in the description keep in mind there will be manga spoilers in this video since i am using the most up-to-date info to rank these demons now without further ado let's jump into it at number 10 and 9 i got the tag team upper moon 6 daki and gyutaro daki is by far one of the most attractive anime characters ever just saying daki's blood demon art allows her to produce sash-like tentacles from her body or make her body sash-like the sash-like extensions are razor sharp and can cut like blades while they also maintain the flexibility of cloth. In this way, Daki can cut while making herself hard to cut, since she can use her blood demon art to bend and stretch her body parts like a sash when someone tries to cut them. She often used this ability to prevent demon slayers from cutting through her neck. Daki was about to kill an exhausted Tanjiro before demon Nezuko came to the rescue. Obviously, this was earlier on in the series and Tanjiro was weaker than he'd eventually become. Daki's head was cut off multiple times, including by Nosuke's jagged blades, but the fact that her brother's head needed to be cut off at the same time Time saved her. However, eventually Zenitsu using Godspeed plus Inosuke catching her off guard and cutting the other way was enough to beat her for the last time, since her brother's head was cut off at the same time. That brings us to the very attractive demon's not so attractive but stronger brother, Gyutaro. His blood demon art revolves around the use of two dual sickles made out of his body. The poison should slow down or eventually kill opponents if left untreated. Gyutaro can send many blades of blood flying at his opponents and can even change their directions until they hit. He can even take control of his sister as he fights for synchronized attacks. He was a powerful opponent, but eventually he was beaten by the combined efforts of the Sound Pillar, a little help from his wives, and a Demon Slayer Mark Enhanced Tanjiro. The Sound Pillar Tengen Uzui loses a hand and an eye and pretty much goes into retirement after this fight. And it could have been worse if Nezuko's flames weren't able to cure their human bodies of the demon poison. At number 8, I have full power demon Nezuko. Nezuko blood demon art lets her set her blood on fire. The flames burn demons and can even be used in a non-lethal way to heal humans from demon poison. There's also an OP demon transformation that Nezuko can undergo, where she appears to mature, a horn pops out from her head, and vine patterns appear all over her body. In this form, Nezuko completely overpowered Daki, and Daki was shocked 
by Nezuko's regenerative powers. Her regenerative powers were on a level of an upper moon's and they were even greater than Daki's. However, Nezuko became more demonic and lost herself so that Tanjiro had to turn her back to normal. Strength wise though, Nezuko was wrecking Daki and I'd personally put her above Gyutaro too. Although that's not as clear cut as putting her above Daki. As an added bonus, she becomes immune to the sun so that she could beat almost every other demon in the daytime. I feel like Nezuko had a lot of potential especially if her growth followed the pace of Tanjiro's growth. However, while Tanjiro got way stronger from his fight against Akaza onwards, Nezuko did not. And now Nezuko is a human again so she's probably nowhere near as strong as she used to be. But hey, there are more important things than strength. At number 7 we have Upper Moon 5 Gyoko. Gyoko is able to teleport between pots and to produce deadly sea creatures from these pots. For instance, he can create fish that can shoot thousands of poisonous needles. He can even trap skilled pillars like Muichiro in a body of water where they're likely to drown. Gyoko is beating the very skilled Muichiro who even the sound pillar had to single out along with Gyome for his incredible talent. However, things change when Muichiro awakens his Demon Slayer Mark. With the Demon Slayer Mark, Muichiro is faster and more powerful than Gyoko, even after Upper Moon 5 reveals his strongest form, which is super fast, powerful, and lets him turn everything he punches into fish. Muichiro was lucky he got that power up, otherwise he would not have become the first pillar we saw beating an Upper Moon completely by himself. At number 6 we have Upper Moon 4, Huntengu. Huntengu is very strong and tricky because he can split himself up into different clones that all represent different emotions and have unique powers. Anger launches lightning attacks, Joy is an extremely powerful airbender, Soro uses a shrinking and growing spear to fight, Delight is a harpy-like demon with wings and bird talons that can launch sonic screams, the Hatred clone is formed when Anger absorbs the others, Hatred is more powerful and can create a giant 5-headed wooden dragon that is capable of launching the attacks of the other clones. The secret to killing Hantengu is in killing his real body, which travels within the heart of his large and powerful resentment clone, which acts as living armor for him. In the end, Tanjiro barely defeats him and it took the help of the love pillar Mitsuri with an awakened demon slayer mark, Nezuko in her powerful horn demon transformation, a demon enhanced Genya, and Nezuko even helped Tanjiro turn his sword red during this fight. Hantengu did not go down easy and he definitely deserved the position of Upper Moon 4. For a second here, it even looked like Nezuko had to sacrifice her own life to make sure that Tanjiro finished this demon off, but luckily at that point it was revealed that she had become immune to the sun. In 5th place, there's a difficult decision to make. Who should go above whom? Upper Moon 3 Akaza or Upper Moon 2 Doma? I think you can make the case for both and I've placed Doma above Akaza before, but I'll make the case for Akaza being above Doma this time. Doma was poisoned before he ever got to show off his full power, and that is why it is difficult to rank him. His ice-based blood demon art is very impressive. He can create ice clones that can occupy Kanao and Inosuke, and he can create a giant ice statue that he can control like a cool mecha. This may well be because he was poisoned by Shinobu, but he never achieved the level of the strongest demons, and that's the level where a demon becomes capable of growing their real head back after it gets cut off by a Nichiren blade. In other words, the level where they become invincible to everything except the sunlight. Perhaps he would have achieved this level too if not for the poison, but at the end of the day he didn't, so all we could talk about are what if scenarios. However in 4th place I have Akaza and he did achieve this level. Akaza's blood demon art enhanced his already impressive martial arts skills by allowing him to release shockwave like attacks. 
He beat the really strong and manly flame pillar, my boy Kyojuro Rengoku. Then, he could have beaten Tanjiro and Giyu, even after Tanjiro cut off his head using his OP selfless state. After Tanjiro used this OP state, Akusa grew his head back and Tanjiro couldn't maintain the selfless state. He, like Giyu, was exhausted. They only escaped alive because Akusa regained his memories and chose to self-destruct rather than to keep on fighting. Unlike with Doma, who wanted to regrow his head but couldn't, Akusa was able to regrow his head but didn't want to keep fighting. If he did want to keep on fighting, he would have practically been unstoppable within the Dimensional Fortress where there is no sun. He would have kept regenerating from wounds and easily overpowered the exhausted Tanjiro and Giyu. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is why I'm placing Akaza here. He did achieve a higher demon level than Dolphin temporarily even though he chose to take his own life soon after. In third place we have the demon brother of the strongest demon slayer in history, Upper Moon 1 Kokushibo. Kokushibo arguably possessed the second strongest breath after the breath of the sun which is the breath of the moon. Before he turned into a demon Kokushibo was only second to his brother Yorichi in skill. Then his breath of the moon style got enhanced when he became a demon. His blood demon art works in conjunction with his breath style. He creates a sword from his flesh that he can repair and and manipulate as he sees fit. He can also create similar blades and make them pop up all over his body. All of his blades can release powerful air slashes and these slashes are surrounded by chaotic crescent moon shaped air blades that make the slashes practically impossible to predict and dodge. It takes the strongest pillar Gyomei with a demon slayer mark, the arguably second strongest pillar Sanemi with a demon slayer mark, the most talented pillar Muichiro with a demon slayer mark, and the versatile Genya all working together to barely beat Kokushibo. Furthermore, Genya and Muichiro lose their lives in the process. As with Akaza, Kokushibo succeeds in regrowing his head after having it cut, but he gives up the will to fight after he sees the monster he's become. Kokushibo always wanted to be the strongest samurai, but he realizes during the final battle, after he sees his ugly monstrous reflection in Sanami's blade, that he's no longer a samurai at all. He realizes that he strayed from the true path and that he never wanted things to end up like this. It took some of the strongest pillars and Genya working together in order to barely defeat the strongest demon moon and even then Kokushibo like Akaza ultimately decided to defeat himself. Things could have ended differently if Kokushibo hadn't lost the will to fight. In second place we have the demon king of pop himself Muzan. Muzan created all the previously mentioned demons. He was the main antagonist of the series and he was only beaten in the end because everyone present helped, Tamayo came up with a poison that rapidly aged him and broke down his body, and they got him to the surface so that the sun could finish him off. Otherwise, his tentacles would have quickly finished off every demon slayer present. Even drastically weakened, he managed to kill the strongest pillar and give practically everyone serious life-threatening injuries. Even one wound from Muzan can pack enough demon poison to eventually kill the receiver. Muzan could also release shockwaves from his body that would temporarily paralyze his enemies. He wasn't a match for the strongest demon slayer in history, Yorichi, and he was eventually 
defeated, but there is a reason he is the main antagonist of the entire series. He's not the strongest character, but he was the strongest demon, at least until he passed on his dreams to his successor. Before we get to number one, I'll talk about some honorable mentions. Kaigaku the Breath of Thunder demon is definitely strong, but I chose to leave him off the list because, as Zenitsu points out, he was a quickly found replacement for the Upper Moon 6 position, and he hadn't gotten used to his demon powers yet. If he did have more time, then he probably could have surpassed Daki and Yutaro. But since Zenitsu killed him relatively early on in his demon career, he didn't make this list. Tamayo is one of the deadliest demons ever, if you take into account how she could create a poison that could help beat Muzan. However, she usually stayed away from physical combat, which is more so what we're looking at here. I love Tamayo, and I think she's a genius and a great strategist, but because of the nature of this list, she didn't make it on this one. Nakime held the title of Upper Moon 4 after Hantengu, but she wasn't that deadly. As Iguro and Mitsuri found out, her powers were more annoying to deal with than anything else. Although strength wasn't her strong suit, her ability to manipulate the Dimensional Infinity Fortress was invaluable for Muzan, and it made her very hard to hit. Lastly, I'll mention Yushiro, whose Blood Demon art is pretty much Genjutsu. He was able to take control of Nakime's mind and help get everyone out of the Dimensional Fortress. He could also create useful paper talismans that allow people to become invisible or allow them to share sight. His power is one of the most useful ones, but it is more fit for assisting others than it is for one-on-one -on -one physical combat, which is why he too was not on this list. Now, without further ado, in first place, we have Demon King Tanjiro. Tanjiro, who was Yorichi's successor and wanted to stop Muzan, accidentally became the next Demon King. Muzan himself admitted that Tanjiro would probably surpass him. Unlike Muzan, Demon King Tanjiro becomes immune to the sun. Furthermore, as Muzan suggests, Tanjiro can potentially learn to use the breath of the sun, the strongest breath in his demon form. He also has access to an OP blood demon art that lets him launch Dragon Ball Z-like destructive energy blasts from his mouth. Muzan gave him all of his remaining blood and power, so Tanjiro got more than any other demon before him. Thus, if Akaza and Kokushibo were able to regrow their heads, Tanjiro should be able to do so too. After all, the more blood Muzan gives someone, the stronger they're supposed to become, if they survive. As a result, now Tanjiro is, in theory, invincible. Not only is he immune to the sun and red Nichirin blades, he should be able to easily regenerate from any injury. The only possible way that our guys will be able to beat him is probably some combination of the medicine that turned Nezuko back to human and the power of friendship. Tak no Jutsu is their only hope for beating this otherwise invincible demon opponent. Thus, Demon King Tundra is easily the strongest demon we've seen so far, and that's why he holds the number one spot on this list. And that is it for today's video. Thanks for watching. Let me know your thoughts about all of this and what kind of video you would like to see next. If you enjoy these Demon Slayer videos and want to keep them coming, the best thing you can do is smash that like button and share this video. Let's surpass our human limits by trying to get over 12,000 likes on this video. If you haven't, be sure to subscribe, and this is crucial, hit that notification bell or you will miss future Demon Slayer videos. And if you want early access, follow our podcast, Anime Opera Audio, links in the description. Lastly, the YouTube ad rates have significantly dropped recently, so the help and support we're getting from our Anime Uproar patrons is now more important than ever. A very special thank you goes out to our patrons over on Patreon who help us survive YouTube issues and who help make videos like this one possible. First and foremost, I want to thank the legends, acknowledged by Lord Twigo himself, Baby Ray and Efren A. 
and the one tier patrons, the ones who stand atop all clans, Steven Ingrata, Alola and Atem, The World, Steelers, The School Bus, Tyson Quirino, Acquire Respect, Pate Hefa, and Jonathan King. And our pro hero tier patrons, the one and only Gilgamesh, nothing but a fan, Jason Wilson, King Zeldris, Anatoly Kazatsky, Angel Cruz, Team Sparky 65, Rohan Kapoor, Cricket XP, Ted No Ted, Jalter, Joe Stanton, Barry Gucci, Alicia Actor, Animal69, Jessica Califon, Hinokami and Water, Bonnie Parks, Desi D, Zodiac 12, Rathuin the Aura, Emperor Otaku, JCC Waka, and The Coach. Thank you all so much. If you enjoy our work, you can support more of it by going over to patreon.com slash animeuproar and becoming a patron today for as little as $1. If you do so, you'll get your name featured in future videos alongside these amazing people right here, and you'll even get access to our private patron-only Discord where we talk about anime, life, and of course, dank memes. So check out patreon.com slash animeuproar, link in the description if you're interested. You can also now join the YouTube channel and support more content that way if you prefer. Whichever way you choose to support us, you can get the same great benefits. Thanks again, and until next time, see you, Space Cowboys. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.